Okay, so as Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is approaching and we're in this series over here trying to learn how to change and how to grow and how to do tshuva and how to do the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah, obviously we still have a lot to do. But I want to open up one point which I think is very, very important in the whole process here, okay? We say in the uh, Chazal, that if a person does tshuva ma'ava, a person does tshuva in a, from a place of love of Hashem, <clears throat> a place where he really wants to change, <clears throat> not that he's changing only because of fear, because of punishment, but he actually reaches a deeper place within himself that he wants to be a better person, he wants to be a changed person. And he goes through the process of tshuva ma'ava, it says in Chazal, not only is his sins forgiven, forgiven and erased from the database of Chatoim, not only is the damage that he did to himself and the damage that he did to the world erased, but Zedoinois Nase Kishuyos, his sins actually become merits for him. We have to understand that. How could the sin that a person did turn into a merit? How could that be? He did a sin at the end of the day. Even if he has remorse, and even if he is macabre on himself to change and start a new chapter in life, etc., etc. But what exactly did those Averis do that deserve a schar for it? Okay, that we want to try to understand that. There's another Chazal that's very similar. And it says, on a pasuk, kinafalti kamti. Because I fell, I got up. Ki eshev Because I sat in the darkness, Hashem orli. Hashem was light to me. And the Chazal Darshan, this pasuk that says, lule nafalti le kamti. If not for the falling, I would have never got up. Meaning, if not for the falling, there's something that I grew from the falling. I became greater because of the falling. Because I sat in the darkness, that's why I got closer to Hashem, Hashem Orli. So it seems from here, a very similar chazal, that the actual falling itself was a vehicle by which to make a person greater than he was even before he fell. Okay, so let's try to hop that. Simply we say, before you, before you sinned, you were a good guy. You sinned, became a bad guy. You did tshuva, you went back to what you were prior to the sin. But this, these chazals are telling us that that's not the case. Before the sin, you were good. You sinned, you went down. Now that you did tshuva, you became better than you were before. And the sin itself was actually what contributed to you becoming a better person than before. And in that respect, the Zedonis were the vehicle to make you become bigger. So in that respect, it's Nasek Eschuyas. There's some Zechus in the fact that you fell. Obviously, if a person falls and never gets up, then, you know, he just ended up with the Yerida. But if a person fell and ended up doing tshuva me'ava, 
not only did he rectify the sin, not only did he go back to what he was, he becomes better. And you see this very clearly in the Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva. Because the Rambam says, what's Tshuva Gemura? What's considered a complete repentance? So the Rambam's shita is that a person who, let's say, sinned with a certain woman in a certain place, in a certain situation, right? And then he went into Tshuva Gemura. The Rambam says it becomes complete, 100% Tshuva, when he finds himself in the exact same situation that he was in before. Same woman, same makam, same opportunity, everything the same. But this time around, he doesn't do that very Seems like from the Rambam, you need this actually to happen. The situation has to actually rebound, come back. You have to go through it. And then you don't fall. That's called tshuva gemur, which is a scary thing. Because you obviously, a person can do tshuva and tshuva and tshuva. And he's not allowed to put himself back in that uh, situation. It's from the, like, the worst things you could do is put yourself back in the nisayon. But if it found itself to you, and the sign came to you, and at this time around you didn't fall, that's called tshuva gemur. For a benyayin, it's much, we don't have to actually go through it. Just that Hashem knows that if you would go through it again, you wouldn't fall, that's called tshuva gemur. But that's, I'm not going into that prat for a second. I just want to bring out a point from the Rambam. So what happened? The guy was a good guy. Okay? But then all of a sudden, he got a Nisayan. He got a Nisayan, and he fell. Okay? Then he did Tshuva. This time around, when he gets a Nisayan, he didn't fall. So you see, that after the Tshuva process, he became a better person than he was before. Okay? And when I want to try to masber that, and understand that. Okay? That means, again, against the conventional wisdom. Simply you say, a guy who didn't sin, is a good guy. He sins, he becomes bad, he goes down, he has a yirida. He does tshuva, goes back to what he was before. That's not tshuva gemura. Really what tshuva gemura is, that before you sinned, you were at a certain level. After the sin, you went through the process of tshuva. After the process of tshuva, you became a better person than you were before you sinned. Lule nafalti loikamti. If not for falling, I wouldn't have got up. Lule eshev bachoyshech. If not for sitting in the darkness, I would have not achieved Hashem or Li. Now we need to understand it. And we have to understand the amkis of it. And then we have to see how, in a practical way, this is a very important thing in life. Okay? <clears throat> and the thing is like this. We all have tendencies we have tendencies we have midas that may be laying very dormant within ourselves and there is a flaw we have a flaw but we may not be aware of the flaw so what happens is when a person goes through a test and falls then what happens is the flaw becomes we become aware of the flaw that you didn't know you had inside of you before. You didn't think that if you would be in a certain place at a certain time, you would actually fall. But then you fell. 
So it comes to you a certain realization about yourself, that yourself is weak to some degree, or you have a tear for something bad that you didn't weren't aware of before. You just didn't have the trigger. But now that the trigger was here, it brought it out. So this is something called, which is the most important thing in life for growth, is what we would call self-awareness. To be aware of yourself. To be aware of your weaknesses. To be aware of your true level of Yerushalayim. To be aware of your true Avas Hashem. You're not aware. You're living in a denial. Or a lack of knowledge of it. So Mamela, what happens is, when the guy had a chet, the chet was a chet and was bad, but it also showed the person something about himself. And in order for him to do the tshuva process, he had to deal with that problem. Dealing with that problem made him get rid of the problem. So now, after the tshuva, if he's faced with the same design, he's not going to fall because he actually fixed himself. He actually built himself. And that's what it means. Lulei nafalti lekamti. If not for the nefila, I would have never known that I have this flaw. And if I have this flaw in my whole life, I go through my whole life and I don't fix this flaw, then I won't be able to be dovak ba Hashem in Shemayim either. See, this is a very deep thing. We focus always on behavior. As long as you're a good boy and you're well behaved, you're in the right place at the right time and you don't have anything, you read this, then you're good. No, 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 no. person came to this world to become an Odom HaSholem. In order to go to Shemayim and get Olam Haba, you have to work on something. If you have a natural good Mida, that you never advanced with it, you never developed it deeper or further, even a good thing, a good thing. Kaiser said, whatever it is, he has a good Mida, but he never worked it to a higher Madrega. That person, when he gets to Olam Haba, will not get Olam Haba for that Mida. No Olam Haba for anything you didn't earn. Anything that you have as a gift, no Olam Haba for that. You only get Olam Haba for work and acquiring something. So it goes also for the bad meter. You have a bad meter, but never was triggered. Since you never worked on removing that flaw, you don't go to Olam Haba for that. For, for, Every meat is like that can be used above it. Then you then you fixed it. Then you fixed it. That's avoid. Again, avoid is the only thing that we get paid for because avoid means I did the work to make that part of my essence, part of my etzem, not a mikra. Okay, Ramchal explains that when we go to Olam Haba, we at the source of all the pleasure of Olam Haba is attachment to Hashem. Now just like Hashem, all the milers of Hashem are be'etzem, and the flack that is flawless is be'etzem. So by us, if we have a good meter that was given to us as a gift, that's called a mikra. It's not called the essence. It was given to you, but it's not you. So in order to get oilam haba, you have to be doimit Hashem. Doimit Hashem doesn't just mean that I have a good meter that Hashem has. That's not good enough to be doimit Hashem. Doimit Hashem means I have to have the good meter be'etzah. Here the Chiddush here. 
I have to have the good midah be'etza. I can't just have the good midah be'mikra. I have the same midah of Hashem. Midah zachesed. Hashem has chesed. I should be able to be dovok. No. Hashem has a be'etza. You have a be'mikra. You have to develop it further. There's nothing that was given to you. Even the best things that were given to you were never given to you in a way that it can't be developed further. You're going to have a person who learns. Masmid, masmid. You know what masmid is? He sits and learns. And he seems like a Mauritika guy. He can get to Elam Haba and have nothing from it. Why? Because he naturally, his disposition was to be a masmid. That's his natural disposition to be a masmid. He has to take that hasmada to a place where he has to break himself. There's a place to go further with that. So every midah has char at the end of the day. What? So every midah has char at the end of the day. Only if you work it. Not if you don't work it. Yeah, big chidusha. Many marmakoimas to this thing. So a person goes through life and he could cruise through life. He could cruise through life. And he could be a, a fine guy in yeshiva. There was no major triggers in his life. And he was flying above the radar and he was okay he has to know that when he gets to Elam Abo it's not there because he didn't work it so this goes for your good stuff and this goes for your bad stuff you gotta uproot your bad stuff okay so a person may not be aware of his flaw okay the trigger came along and it brought out the flaw from the potential to the actual and now he realizes there's something that needs to be worked on. So the process of tshuva is a certain awareness came from the chet and the awareness that came from chet is what brought him to fix himself to become a real person. A behemistic person. A person who could be faced with a test and not fall. That's a key thing. So, <clears throat> just for step one, we have to understand that we need to look at our lives in a very, very important way. There's only one way to know yourself. is through your past experiences. People don't pay attention to their own lives. But the only way to know yourself is from your own life. And that means the things that you were succeeding at teaches you something. Because now I see that I, I overcame a challenge or I reached a certain level. So I see I have a bekoyach on a certain thing. I have to focus in life to develop that further. Because my job is to make that thing more and more and more be'etza. I have to look at my failures as well. Because the failures also teach me something about me. The only way to know about me is from my own experiences. And this is in everything in life. And this is something that I cannot stress enough because people don't hop this. They don't pay attention to their life. Their life is not so significant. But their life is the vehicle, the only vehicle by which to grow. Goyen says... Regarding betochen, it's not, you know, people think you learn the chayvah self office, you'll have betochen. But the guy says 
that the draw betachan, the basic level of drawing betachan, is from your own experiences. The fact that you went through sometimes a situation that was scary, and then Hashem came through for you. So you saw this reality. When you see this reality within your experiences of life, you have to draw from it, and you have to grow from it. It's a very key point in avoidance Hashem. So sometimes when we have weaknesses, we're very upset about the weaknesses because we want to be perfect people. You understand? And it bothers us not to be perfect. We have to understand the point is not to be perfect because it's not to, to, to be able to check the, the chart that you're perfect. That's not the point. The point is to grow. The point is to become something. Not to have a life that doesn't get shuffled up at all. You have to become something. That's the most important thing. Self-development. Like we mentioned yesterday. And this is something that needs to be reviewed over and over and over. When we said the marshal of the Chavis Alvavis yesterday, where the guy plants only a part of the field, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes to him afterwards and says, listen, you only used a little bit of your kaychas to become what you were supposed to be, and you didn't use all of your kaychas. That means the point of life is development. Self-development is the point of life. Part of the self-development is the chilish. Part of the self-development means failures. It's part of self-development. I want to take it even deeper, a little more amkis, if you want. Amkis. Did everybody have a coffee this morning? This is about amkis. The Mesil Sisharim says something wild. Okay? Mesil Sisharim says, how does tshuva work? At the end of the day, you did what you did. How do you undo the damage that you did? Whether it's the spiritual damage that you caused in the world. Whether it's, you killed the guy, guy's dead, six feet under, what are you going to do? Chuvahim, chuvahim. Right? Damage was done. Damage was done. Says Mesil Sashorim, the answer to the riddle is, Akiris harotzen kakiris ha If you took away your will, which is a shmuz in itself, which I have to talk about, but today we don't have time to understand what Akiris HaRotzen means. But Akiris HaRotzen, let's just take that as a fact. If I can go back and say that I no longer want to do that thing, that thing is not me. That, 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 I'm a different guy now. I'm not that guy. I won't do that. That means, let's just take the Rambam's case. The guy was Mazana, and now he was Akiris HaRotzen, that he doesn't want to do that mice anymore. And since he so doesn't want to do that mice, that mice is so not him, so when he's faced with that test again, he won't do it, right? That's Akiris Arotzen. The Akiris Arotzen blibes, it's considered Akiris Arotzen. That's very nice, uh, But what, Lamaisa, what does that mean? So I'll tell you something very, very deep, very deep. You have to know, there is everything that happens in the world, everything that happens in the world, is part of the plan of the Rabbeinu Shalalim. Everything. That's part of the plan. Okay? So if I go to your house and I blow it up, okay, your house was supposed to be blown up, regardless of what I did to you. Okay? That's why you're not allowed to take Nakama. Because it has nothing to do with the guy who did it. 
regardless, your house is supposed to blow up, right? So why is the person who blow up the house? Why do we make him chayev for it? The terror is since he wanted to do it. We're messiahes the maisa to him. We're messiahes the outcome to him. Hagami has no control over the outcome. The Vilna Gaon says the only thing you have control over, the only thing you have bechiri over, is your will. That's why the whole truva process is akiras arotzim, because the whole avera was the rotzim. Where's the whole you in the avera? You got to get the amkis. It's crazy amkis, right? Where's the whole you in the avera? Your rotzim. Where's the whole you in the tshuva? Akiras arotzim. That's the whole thing. The Adam, the Shetach of Bechirov, the Adam is only in the Rots. So the Shetach of Tshuva is Nakiras HaRots. That's all there is. Now, just because I wanted a sin, doesn't mean that what I'm going to want to do is actually going to come out to the actual. Who decided that? That's Hashem. But if Hashem decided that, that means that was supposed to happen anyway. So why am I punished for that? The Territ says, when I make a rotsun to do that, the Messiahes, it's a lom de shavart, the Messiahes, that thing that happened to you. Okay? So if I make Akiris Harotsun, that's the lom de shavart. If I make Akiris Harotsun, so then what? Now the mice is not Messiahes to you. But the mice had to be anyway. But it's not Messiahes to you. That's why the damage of the Avera is not attributed to you. I happened to Metzius, yeah, but you never really made it in Metzius. We only were Metziachas it to you. Metziachas means we attributed it to you. We put it on your account. But at the end of the day, okay, so just quickly we have to figure out going to start. So the point is like this, the faulty Kamti means if the Nefila, if you were happy with the Nefila, so we'll attribute the Nefila to you. But if you're not happy with the nefila and you use the nefila as a way to find out about yourself something and fix yourself, then lemafreya, what happened? We say that it was Hashem who put you in that situation to grow. That's the depth of the the point which we have to go that over because that's very deep. We'll stop here. So what is this? So how do you?